Hi there. Um, thanks very much for tuning in to a little special podcast. It's True Cult Pop. It's me, Stephen Hill. I'm here with Sam Slight. Again, it's early on a Tuesday morning. How are you doing, Sam? I'm all right. It's early, isn't it? It is early, but to be fair, over the last 24 hours, the uh, fire alarm in the block of flats I live in has gone off twice. So I was actually up for the best part of 20 hours yesterday anyway, and then it went off again this morning. So that's fun. So I've been up for about five hours, mate. I've been up for a little while as well because uh, Bonjour doesn't let me sleep. um, I I mean, yeah. I, I never liked her anyway, so... <laughs> no, yeah, you and many other people, mate. Uh, listen, we we are putting this very, very brief podcast. It's not even really a podcast, to be honest. We woke up this morning and um, we have already and had already recorded Sam's 20 albums of 2022, which will be coming to you on Friday. Mm. Uh, it's very, very good. And we didn't want to kind of rejig that. Um, but we woke up this morning I woke up and I turned on Good Morning Britain, of all things, is not the place to learn about this particular um, this particular thing um, that's happened. And I heard about the very, very sad news of the passing of Terry Hall from the specials. And we didn't really want to wait until kind of next year to talk about this because, I mean, for me personally, um, it's quite... Uh, something quite personally close to me um, and something that I felt like I just pretty much wanted to get off of my chest straight away. So um, we found out on the morning of December, or on the morning today, basically, which is the 20th, um, that Terry Hall died last night um, after a brief illness at the age of 63. Now... um, I've sort of said before, and if you were someone who was has been a long time subscriber at our Patreon page from back when this was Riot Act, you may have listened to the Riot Act classic album special that we did on the debut specials record. And uh, that remains, I think, one of my favorite classic albums that, 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 that I've been involved in or any kind of uh, special podcast that I've been involved in because... I think the debut specials record is aptly named. They are, as a band, aptly named. They are and were uh, an incredible band, just an incredible band. And as incredible as everything that the specials were and that they stood for was, you know, I mean, I guess today (laughs) people, if they'd come out now, people would accuse them of cultural appropriation. But (laughs) essentially, um, the specials kind of invented a whole new way Mm. of um ska music and kind of jamaican um sound clash culture music being brought into a british working class towns made it about british working class areas and kickstarted the entire two-tone movement and the ska movement which would you know morph off into america and become sublime and rancid and no doubt and you know less interestingly real big fish and lesson jake and those sort of bands bands that i have you know not as much love for but um they are they are big bands and they are bands that people like a lot and scars sort of seen as a bit of a bit of a joke <clears throat> i think here in 2022 yeah. which is a shame really because people tend to refer to bands like 
you know, less than Jake and Sponge um, when they talk about Scar. But if they knew the sort of the, the roots of Scar and, and you know, the, the, the meaning of Two-Tone. And I think, you know, as I said, I went into how brilliant, even beyond the music, how brilliant an idea and how brilliant an influence that the, the specials had on sort of Thatcherite working class Britain. And beyond that as well, it's the first music I ever liked in my life. Like my life is now really talking about and writing about music and the specials, the beat, the selector, madness. When that music was played when I was a kid, this is before, you know, I, my mum says I had, a, she got me a Disney record when I was a kid, mm. but I liked madness and the specials even before I liked that. I mean, I was literally a toddler. It's the first music I can ever remember me liking. And I remember my mum used to say to me, like, oh, I remember you danced around the room to Imagine by John Lennon. I don't mm. remember that. But I do remember dancing around to, you know, My Girl by Madness or The Prince or um, Mirror in the Bathroom and A Message to You, Rudy. I, I remember doing that. So Terry Hall's voice has literally been in my life for well all of it i mean as you say just my a, whole life an absolutely my whole life. absolutely pivotal figure in the life of someone like yourself so even so many people i mean as you say i mean i i can't confess to be an oracle on the specials um i'm i would consider myself quite a fair weather fan but they're even if you don't know their music like and and to be honest in in british culture everyone does everyone knows ghost town it is such a rightly a staple of British culture to be honest and I think they are you know they absolutely are a pioneering band not even just in terms of the musical genre they birthed but I mean the way in which they approached this kind of interracial cross-political kind of approachable dialogue that they introduced to mainstream culture I mean they are just absolutely incredible and you know as you say Terry Hall was the he was the the front man of it, obviously. You know, he was the he was the kind of face of it in so many ways. He was the voice of it, and um, it's absolutely tragic. Uh, it's um, yeah, absolute yeah. <laughs> it's an absolute tragedy, to be honest. He's an absolute icon, pivotal in yeah. British cultural history. Not even just musical, just British cult. The the fabric of British culture, the way in which we engage in political discussion. It might sound like a hyperbolic thing to say, but. I mean, that music of that era is so integral to <laughs> just everything, everything that we know now. As you say, that post-Thatcherite, the post-Reaganomic world. And they were an undeniable key figure in it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, uh, even kind of going beyond that as well, I mean, <clears throat> people don't even really talk about Funboy 3 that much either. And I think like, you know, for me, again, uh, 1981, when I mean, my dad bought the Lunatics had taken over the Asylum by <laughs> Funboy Three, and yeah. again, like that is one of the sort. I mean, it's not considered that, and you know, doing duets with Banana Rama, <sighs> like that is a cool, credible band. You know, it's the the, the sort of you know Neville and Limville um, from the specials and Terry Hall going going on to to form Funboy Three, mm. and that is like you know. A, a, a credible band in the specials or members of this incredibly cool you know critically adored band and going are we going to do a song with banana rama yeah 
you know, who are a, a, a girl band, a pop band, and I can't really think of anyone save like, I, mean, I think Motorhead did something with the Nolans. That's kind of the only other thing that I can think of that would be comparable from that time. I mean, now, when you see stuff like Bring Me the Rise and, and Ed Sheeran, yeah. like, isn't that great? Isn't that great that our genre is kind of opening up more to more people and that's becoming a, a thing? But, um, but Terry Hall was kind of willing to do that. And I think, you know, he released some really interesting solo music, uh, you know, kind of going into into the into the the 90s and stuff and you know working with Dave Stewart from the Eurythmics again like you look at the people that he's worked with throughout his career and it's it's fucking incredible Ian Brody from the Lightning Seeds as well he mm-hmm. worked with and um he is the, he's the front man of one of the best bands this country has ever produced and yeah. I think you know a lot of people quite rightly would look at Jerry Dammers and the songs that he has written uh, and, and wrote for the specials and in that that early part as you know the the absolute gold but the kind of the to be the voice and as well when you go back and, and watch bad manners or you know early madness mm. stuff and you watch these scar bands and you get these kind of dancing upbeat skanking <laughs> front men yeah. and terry hall was not that you know terry hall was like quite a moody looking dude on stage and he just brought such a such a brilliantly unusual and different energy to that band um and it's like you can probably tell i'm 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 very very sad i'm i'm really really sad about this i mean i woke we woke up an hour ago so it's been an hour since i've had since i've had this news sort of in in my brain and at first i was like oh no and then the more i thought about it I think it is a thing like, I mean, Jamie Lemon made an amazing point when he came on the show a couple of weeks ago when he said, you know, the bands, the people that are passing away, kind of in, in reference to Christine McVeigh from mm. uh, from Fleetwood Mac, and he said, you know, legends die all the time, but they're, they're continually replaced by great new music. And that's true. And you must never forget that. That is a really, really good point that, you know, we won't ever have a shortage of great people making great music. But there's something about those early formative experiences about of listening to music, of listening to music when you're when you have no kind of reference points for it, where you have mm. no snobbery towards anything, where you have no when you are just a, a kind of you are a clean slate, an empty vessel, and you hear something and it's unlike anything you've ever heard before, and it kind of it it moves you and it stays with you and it kind of burrows itself deep down into your soul and into your psyche and it becomes something that that is like really kind of very very important to you and i think you know for me two-tone scar was is, is kind of like i say is the first time i ever went i i like that you know i actually like that mm. and i didn't understand the socio-political connotations of a song like ghost town i didn't know what a nightclub was when I heard nightclub. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure. I didn't know. You know, like, I probably shouldn't have been listening to, to Little Bitch when I was, <laughs> you know, two years old, yeah. probably two or three years old. I probably shouldn't have been listening to that. So, you know, it's not even like I, quote unquote, understood it, but I, I, it just sort of stirred something in me. And, and Terry Hall um, uh, was, you know, was the person who kind of, was the the voice i guess the the thing at the front and the center of of that of of that experience for me so you know like look 
I don't really know what else I can say. Um, I mean, I think the only th the only thing I'd like to say is um, just kind of in terms of the legacy of um, you know Terry Hall's uh, well Terry Hall as a musician. I mean, particularly when we're talking about the specials. I mean, you look at the cross pollination that that helped sort of engender in in music and the breadth of um, <laughs> tributes that I've seen just on social media. So I mean, I I saw this news as it broke last night because uh, I was up late because of that bastard fire alarm. Um, and, you know, seeing people like uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Martin, aka The Bug, to, well, <laughs> anyone in any rock band. It's like it touched so many lives and musically inspired so many people. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's a real tragic loss. I, get, I think maybe uh, the thing I'd like to ask you, Steve, to end on is for people out there who have only heard Ghost Town or maybe Message to Rudy or something like that, Bar maybe the debut, because obviously you did cover that brilliantly, I might add. I, I, I agree that that's one of my favourite classic album specials that I have heard from you over the years. Um, where would you point people to after the eponymous debut by the specials? <laughs> well, we, we did sort of touch on this a little bit um, when we did uh, when we did that special. Yeah. And um, I mean, more specials in 1980 is probably the only one that I would really say is you know essential yeah i mean that has that is you know and, and i think it's, it's actually fairly big drop off even from that <laughs> to be honest because yeah. you know um it's different obviously it's just very different it's you know um uh how can i i'm trying to think how you put this in a, a nice way now but um that's very much the um jerry dammers goes full like mad uh kind of control freak in the band oh, sort right, of okay. to, to, to all going downhill it's but you know, like, the wall. It, yeah but it has got it, yeah that's actually not a bad shout you know but it is got you know it's got enjoy yourself on it um and um it's got you know like hey little rich girl i think is really good as well and man it's you know man at cna is good mm. um it is a good record it's a good record it's just uh it's um it's an it's an odd record yeah. uh as well um uh yeah it's an odd record but i mean also i should say in, they came back in 2019 mm. with encore and i've not really at the time i was like yeah you know like that's kind of it's it's all right sort of thing it's all right and um you know it got to number one which you yeah know, for the first album they'd done in a while i can't remember exactly how many years it was but it was um it was coming up 20 years i think pretty much like coming up 20 or 20 something years Guess i think so, yeah. um <coughs> and um you know to come back and get to number one and to be so critically acclaimed i know i didn't go kind of mad for it uh but there's some there is actually some good stuff on it mm. i think i just there was a little bit less of the proper sort of skanking specials that i really really love on there but i guess you know as an older band and a more mature band i probably will go back to the album a little bit more now and uh, yeah but you know look just the debut and Special's Greatest Hits is enough, I think, to cement their position as, you know, one of the, you know, the Ghost Town is one of the greatest yeah. singles in the history, in the canon of British popular culture. It just is. Absolutely. And I have to say as well, for me to end on, here's a little warning from, um, from real life experience to you. 
last year, just before the kind of Omicron thing was kicking off and they had to cancel a bunch of stuff, um, the specials actually played Reading quite near to me. They played the Hexagon in Reading. And I was like, oh, I want to go to that. I want to go to that. And I asked my mate, do you want to go? Should we go? Should we go? Because, you know, and he was like, oh, I can't really afford it at the moment. And I went, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I won't go then. I won't mm -hmm. go. I don't really want to go on my own. And so I didn't go. And I've never seen the specials. I never saw the specials. And now I never will see the specials. Um, so don't take these people for granted. Don't take these bands you like for granted. Because I'm never going to see the specials now, ever. And that is quite a bitter pill for me to have to swallow. I have to say it's... Um, yeah, it's it's not... It, it's obviously not the worst thing about all of this it's like oh boohoo me but you know it's something that at some point I would have really 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 loved to have seen that band and I'm not going to be able to do it now which is you know my own fault they, they toured enough I had enough chances I didn't see them it's my own fault but if you get a chance to see a band you're, you're I mean, an iron about it you know I mean obviously don't bankrupt yourself <laughs> but yeah. like if you get if you do get the chance um then then just do it because you don't know when um you're not going to have the opportunity to do it now so i'm pretty gutted i'm not ever going to get to see the specials and i'm obviously very upset about the passing of terry hall so we just wanted to do a little podcast a little tribute to that um because like I say, I just didn't really want to wait. Maybe we've done it too early. Because I don't, you don't. Sorry if I'm sniffing and snuffling around here, but I'm actually sad. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I'm actually sad. How dare you care about a musician <laughs> that's impacted your life, Steve? Yeah. yeah, I'm actually like a real, real saddo. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks very much for listening, guys. Like I say, um, that was just our thoughts on that. We will be back on Friday. Sam's going to be counting down his albums of the year. And other things, aren't you? Yeah. Do you like heavy? Because Sam has heavy got one? some heavier ones in there. You've as, got some heavier ones as in there. As well yeah. as some ones that you probably would have expected. So, yeah. Enjoy that. How's, how's that for a tease? <laughs> anyway, thanks very much. RIP Terry Hall. Uh, we'll see you soon. <laughs>